Sports Radio 1043 The Fan. Every Saturday morning, it's Terry Wickstrom Outdoors. Terry takes you inside the outdoors. You know, hunting, fishing, camping. It's Terry Wickstrom Outdoors. Now, here's Terry. Good morning, everybody. On what's going to be a beautiful, you know, it's going to be a seasonal day in November. We've been spoiled. We're going to get some more warm days, but seasons are changing. 50 degrees, some today. That's really about where we should be. We haven't had any snow down here yet up in the mountains, but all this seasonal change is really affecting the outdoors. Um, I winterized or started getting my boat ready, put away yesterday. In fact, Chad Lachance is going to join us in the second hour. We're going to talk about making sure your boat is ready and things you should check before you put it away. We're going to start talking more and more ice fishing. We have started our Masters of Ice Fishing series. Last week we had Mr. Ice Fishing himself, Dave Gens, a really good friend of mine, on the show. And today we're going to have... Bro, Brian Bro Brosdahl. You've seen the big cherub-looking guy with the red beard, uh, an accomplished angler, world famous. He'll be joining us. And later on in the next few weeks, we're going to have Greg Clajo and Steve Panaz and maybe Doug Stangy from In Fisherman. We've got a bunch of guys lined up. We do this every year. And, of course, I love to talk ice fishing. I'm going to be getting my own stuff ready. And I'm broadcasting today live from Jack's Outdoor Gear in Fort Collins. We're on the north end of Fort Collins, right on College. Please stop by and say hi. Uh, And we're going to have the guys from Jack's come on later, and we're going to talk the ice fishing gear they've got in. And I'm going to give you a tip. You may want to start shopping early because some of the shipments, I've talked to a lot of people around the country, and manufacturers aren't quite getting everything out yet. And if you want your stuff to start the ice fishing season, you may want to look now. We're also going to talk a lot about Christmas shopping. In fact, sitting with me right now, the manager of the store here is uh, Corey Cooney. Corey, thanks for having us here today. Yeah, well, thanks for coming. But it's just, it's just, um, it's just a, a great opportunity to uh, to be here at Jacks. You've been a partner of mine, I think, for well over a year now. Uh, we love partnering with Jacks on Terry Wickstrom Outdoors. We think. The fit is so perfect with your footprint up and down the front range, your stores in Broomfield, Lafayette, of course, Fort Collins, the original store here in the Colorado, and then a couple stores in Loveland. And it you just fit who our customers are, who our people are, and, and what they, who our listeners are. And we're just so glad to partner with you guys. But it's not just the gear you sell and the things you sell. It's your people and your attitude, Corey. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we have some real quality people, experts in their fields. We don't just sell product. We, we sell experiences. And the, the people who work with us uh, help to create those experiences. You know, I think people are used to walking into outdoor, bigger box-type stores. And first of all, they don't get that kind of service like you're talking about. But you get that here. And the people are passionate about what they do. We've had so many of your employees and your, your associates on our, our, our show already. But it, they get a different feel when they first walk in. When you first walk in, uh, you know, a lot of people think I'm going to see a brack of fishing rods over here and a wall of lures over there. But the first thing I see when I walk in is a kitchenware setup and a coffee shop. Yeah, we have quite a selection of a variety of products that we sell, not just um, outdoor sports. Uh, we have full clothing, uh, both workwear and outdoor clothing, um, and footwear, same. 
Um, we have a, a bike shop, a full-blown bike shop with, with technicians. With technicians yes. in the bike shop. Mm-hmm. So even if you didn't buy your bike, you could bring it here. And you know what? <clears throat> Going back to the hunting and fishing side, you have the same thing in archery. You have a tech shop here exactly. with an indoor range. Yes. And so people can come here, get their bow tuned, we get repairs made and you know this is a great time because people wait now they put stuff away both season is over and then they won't take it out again until it's too late to get it ready and practice with it and they come in now i bet you're probably easy to get on the range and and get some tuning done to your bow yeah absolutely we've got uh, some real um experts in the field uh, working with us and um, we get a lot of um a lot of professional um uh, people who come in for uh, just to, to talk with our uh, our staff well now you had jack's outdoor gear and you've got jack's farm and ranch and you got some stores that are a combination right here in fort collins we have a farm and ranch i was out there yesterday and that's further north as you go out of town right about two miles north yeah, yeah. now here you're an outdoor store so you don't carry some of the hardware some of the farm implements things that they would have there but there is some overlap in both stores too. You both yeah. have like grilling. Yeah, I was amazed by the amount of grilling accessories. Yeah, we've got. Uh, um, I, I mean, we, we carry Traeger, Weber, uh, some of the higher end uh, grills, and uh, definitely the expertise to help you um, create whatever experience you want with outdoor cooking. Yeah, it really, really, really is uh, just a a great. I, I walked through it, and I was already making a Christmas lift for Karen back here and um, telling her what I want because I love to grill. Yeah. Now, there's two different people that I'd be more the Weber guy because I like cooking fast and hot. I like a yeah. steak sizzling, and then I have a glass of wine. But can I say that on the air? I think I did. So anyway, and then I... My friends do the smoking. I don't have the patience. I love what they do. So I eat, I let them smoke the brisket, and I yeah. go, and I and I cook the nice steak. You know, we go. But I enjoy both. And you guys have seasoning and everything. Yeah, we have all the sauces, all the seasonings. Uh, we also have a, an extensive selection of uh, meat processing uh, for those who are hunters and, and fishermen. They, you want to process that game. We've got equipment and um, all of the seasonings that you need for that as well. Well, it's, we could go on and on and on. It's it's endless here. You know, I have a history with Jacks. I'm, I, you, I, you might not know this, but, well, I'm first of all, I'm older than dirt. You know, I've been around forever. I think I came over on one of the original pilgrim ships. I was trolling on the way, catching some fish. But, um... Jacks and I have a history going back where I used to do the original ice fishing seminars for Jacks Outdoors oh, okay. in the 90s. Uh-huh. And, and I, they would bring me in and we'd get all these people and we'd, we'd lie about how good a fisherman we were, you know, and teach them something. But then when I started the television show, the number one seller, the, we'd put the shows on TV. We only did 13 a year back then. And we'd put them on VHS. You could buy a VHS for like $10 or something. Yeah. Jax was the number one seller in the United States of my VHS tapes. <laughs> of course, then it all went DVD and everybody had DVRs yeah. and all that went away, but it's been really great. But uh, what are your hours here? Uh, we are open uh, from 8 to 8 on Monday through Friday. 
Uh, we're open on from eight to six on Saturdays and nine to six on Sundays. And you have you've already started your Christmas sales. I'll tell you what, folks. If you're looking to Christmas shop, first of all, if you're looking for an outdoor enthusiast in the family, you won't find a better place to go. You guys have got stuff for the hunter, the fisherman, the shooter. You've got archery. You've got the bikes. You've got the clothing to wear. That's special and good clothing. You, your people, we've had them on the show. They understand the layers. They understand getting the right way to do that. So you've got all that, and it, and you can do that. But you've got so much more. There's there's little knickknack like stuff. There's kitchenware. There's oh, yeah. knife sets. There's there's really something for everybody in the family here, isn't there? Yeah. There's there's all sorts of gift uh, possibilities, and we really have a lot of product. I, I hope people aren't scared about. I mean, we're we're being affected by the supply shortage like everybody else, but we have a lot of product on our shelves, and the store is full. So um, I would say, come on out. We, we've got what you need. Your purchasing has done a great job of looking into the future and getting ready. I've talked to Absolutely. him about it. In all aspects of the store, you guys are doing great. Well, I'm going to let you get back to work. Okay. But we want people to come in and join us today at uh, Jack's Outdoor Gear here. And I'm going to be here uh, broadcasting from 9 to 11. And my friends, in fact, my friends from T-Mobile are going to join us now. Okay. And I'll... Uh, we're going to talk to them for a minute. And when you come in, in just a minute, I've got some giveaways, too, that Karen's been holding out and hiding from us. So we're going to get her on in just a minute. But right now, I want to have Brian uh, Humanek from T-Mobile on. Brian, good morning. Good morning. How are you doing, Terry? Yeah, you guys are following me around to Jack's locations this week. Oh, yeah, it's been great. We, we, we love what you're doing out here and, and promoting the Jack's brand. Uh, I've been shopping here for seven years now, and it's been a great experience. Well, it's good that you're a fan of Jack's. I'd hate to have to bribe you or something. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But but you're here with us. We're doing a big promotion between Jack's and T-Mobile this whole weekend. Now, you and I are here today. Um, how late are you guys going to be here? So we'll be here till about 2.30 today. Oh, you're here till 2.30. Awesome. And I'm going to be broadcasting from 9 to 11. You'll probably catch me. I'll hang around for a little bit after and talk to some people. But so we've got we've been pushing these specials. We got these things on the air. What kind of things? Um, what has T-Mobile got to offer today for people coming here that maybe just they wouldn't get going into one of your stores? Yeah. So uh, you know, a lot of people uh, we align with Jack's Law in terms of you know the freedom that we want to have, the untethered lifestyle that we promote. Uh, and the T-Mobile network really provides that with a 5G network that covers over 300 million people. Uh, and what we're doing here today is we started our Black Friday specials at Jack's a week early. So we got buy one, get one Samsung phones, buy one, get one iPhones. Uh, you, you know, if you had a phone to trade in, you walk out with a free phone. It's some amazing deals. Uh, and then on top of that, we have the best rate plan in the business with Magenta Max. And that offers truly unlimited data, no slowdowns, no overages, unlike the other guys. We make sure you're taken care of, includes all your taxes and fees. And, you know, if you like to stream Netflix while you're fishing or whatever, we got you covered. We'll pay your Netflix bill, too. Oh, well, that's awesome. So, And you guys are going to be here till this afternoon. Um, we want people to come down. I want them to come down and say hi. People who are fans of the Terry Wickstrom Outdoors, come by and say hi. I'll tell you what, Karen's got... Some lures to give away we got from the fishing department. I'm going to tell you how you can win those. So if you're headed here, I'll try to tell you that before we end this segment so you can get one of those if you're headed here. I think we got maybe four to six, something like that. We'll give those away. Nice, nice ones, too. So we'll give those away. But while you come in to see the show or to shop at Jack's, talk to the guys at T-Mobile. T-Mobile, you go back 10 or 15 years, was a different company, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, 10 or 15 years. You know, it was a glass place carrier. 
Um, now we've invested all of our money into the network. Uh, we lead the industry in 5G, not just in the country, but in the world. Uh, we were able to announce last week that we have the largest 5G network in the world in terms of keeping people connected. It's, it's incredible what this company has done uh, in terms of growth, and it's only accelerating um, to make it the, the, really the best wireless company in the world. And, and you're, you're really going after it. Uh, you guys are partnering with Terry Wickstrom Outdoors because so much is being done with cell phones in outdoor activities now. People have GPS apps, and they use their phone instead of buying a GPS. Or they, they got fishing apps that help them interpret what's going on. You'll see, you'll see iNaturalist is an app that you can point it at an animal or a plant, and it comes back and identifies it to you. Or if they can't identify it, it sends it out around the United States, and they help you identify it. And people, uh, water temperatures, people, air temperatures, weather, people are using their phones so much to supplement and enhance their outdoor recreation, and you guys are really going after that, that segment of the crowd, aren't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, we're targeting that small town, the rural communities. Uh, that's really where we started our 5G network because we knew the coverage in town was great already. And so we, we built our network from the outside in, uh, starting with the great outdoors from the peaks of the Rockies to the great Pawnee grasslands, and then built it backwards into the cities. Uh-oh. It's a great experience. All right, well... Brian, I'm going to let you go. Get back out to your van. If people come, they'll see you guys out. Plus, you have a table set up inside with some goodies. I think you have some sunscreen, some uh, hand sanitizer, some hand warmers for you ice fishermen. you got free hand warmers over there. They'll have some. I stole some last night from where we were out. I got them in my truck already from when I go ice fishing. I'll let you go back out and get ready, and we'll get, get started and really start talking some outdoors here. Thank you, Terry. I appreciate it so much. I look forward to see you all later. All right. Thank you so much. We're going to uh, take a break here in just a minute, but let me tell you what's coming up. First of all, we're broadcasting live from Jackson, Fort Collins. We're on the north end of college. If you took college or 287 all the way on your way out of uh, Fort Collins on the north, you'll see Jack's outdoor gear. Come on in. You'll see my truck out there. You'll see the fans uh, SUV out there. You're going to see uh, the T-Mobile big van out there. Come on in and say hi. I love to meet the people from the show. We can talk during a break or I'll, I'll stay a few minutes afterwards. Also, I think, Karen, Karen, you got some fishing lures, don't you? She's got maybe four or five. I don't know. These are high-end lures. And what we're going to do, we got, oh, we got um, things from Live Target. We've got some, oh, just some really, Rapala. Just a lot of great baits here. The first four, five, the first people that come in until we run out, we got maybe four or five of these. And look for Karen. She's kind of in a, a pink fleece thing. And you'll look at the one. If you look and see who's really holding the battle over our head is in, in charge of the show. You know, that's Karen. I say, do you have any fishing lures left? And if she does, you can pick one. The first, at least the first four that come in this morning and do that. We're going to take a time out. When we come back, uh, we're going to talk about a way to take a friend fishing and really win some prizes here in Colorado. All that and more coming up on Terry Wickstrom Outdoors, presented by Jack's Outdoor Gear on 104.3 The Fan. You're listening to Terry Wickstrom Outdoors on 104.3 The Fan. We're broadcasting live from Jack's Outdoor Gear. We're here. We're going to be here. I'll be broadcasting till 11 o'clock. 
And uh, the folks from T-Mobile are here with us with some great deals, and they have some sales in the store. Also, the first four people to come in, Karen's got some free fishing gear. And uh, she's going to give a lure. first four people that come in, she's going to talk to them. Uh, come up and see Karen. She's in the pink shirt. And she will... Uh, she will give you uh, your choice of those four lures if you come by and say hi to us. Do we have uh, Andre Egley on with us yet? No, he's not there yet. We're waiting for a call from Andre Egley. They'll let me know as soon as he's on. He's the outreach coordinator for fishing from Colorado Parks and Wildlife. And he wants to remind us that they're having a Take a Friend fishing uh, contest is going on. It runs from April through March. And they just did a drawing for the, they, every three months they do a drawing and they give away some incredible gifts. And the way you win these gifts is you take somebody fishing who hasn't been fishing before, who, who has hardly been fishing before. And uh, so what, what you do is you line up a friend that has to, and I'll get Andre on. They have to have not had a fishing license, I think, in the last five years or only one in the last five, something like that. All the information is on the Parks and Wildlife website. And then he's got gifts lined up. So then you write a little hundred-word piece or something on. You have to take them out three times. And one can be to go to the store to buy things. One can be out on the water. One can be just doing fly tying together or something. But you take a friend, get him into fishing. You go through that and you send in your little essay. And this is for adults, not for kids. This is for both parties need to be adults. And you get a really great chance to win some incredible prizes. In fact, um, ice fishing is going to be a great way to take advantage of this. Because if you're out ice fishing, it's so easy to take somebody out and share the space and the time with them. And there's some things about ice fishing that people shy away from. First of all, it takes some specialized equipment. You need to be aware of ice safety. You need to have a way to make a hole in the ice. Uh, you might need a shelter. You might need some different rods. We're going to talk about that equipment later, but uh, somebody getting into ice fishing might not have that equipment where where you might as an ice fisherman have that and you can share it with them and teach them about it. And then there's a fear that goes with ice fishing. A lot of people um, would like to ice fish, but they think about walking out on the ice and it gets really scary to them. And so a lot of people, they shy away from that. And if you help them build that comfort show them how to check the ice by the way speaking of ice i'm going to put up a post on terry wickstrom outdoors on facebook very soon and it's going to talk about thickness of ice and that thickness of ice is only a it's only a guideline because the quality of the ice matters too but we'll be doing some ice safety things during the next few weeks but you're getting a friend who has an ice fish before you want to take advantage of the take a friend fishing contest you can get them out you can do some ice fishing. You can uh, get them used to the ice. I have a video. If you go to my YouTube channel, The Best of Fishing with Terry Wickstrom, and go to the uh, North Michigan Reservoir ice fishing segment, I take an ice, ice, ice bud. I take an ice bud, and I actually test the ice, and I show you how to look for safe ice, and I take you through something that's been frozen and refrozen and back and what it looks like and how you're able to... Uh, how you're able to just um, check that ice. And that'd be a great way to help you start teaching somebody. Now, I'm sorry that Andre didn't get to join us today, but there's the, the contest goes from April till the end of February. There'll be another one starting in April, May of next year. If you go to Colorado Parks and Wildlife website and 
and read about it. It's a great way. It's two adults, and I'm, I'm going off the top of my head because I was going to count on Audrey, Andre to tell us the specifications. But two adults, it's one who's been fishing and who's going to be a mentor, and then the mentee is an adult also, but one who hasn't either never had a fishing license or I think only had one in the last five years so that they qualify. And then you take them out. You have to do three experiences with them. And out of those experiences, you, uh, you, one could be going to the store to buy equipment. One could be sitting, getting the gear together. One, one should be on the water. I think one has to be on the water. But once you get all that done, you write, you send a little essay, written essay in to the contest, and they describe how you do it and what it has to be online. Just go to uh, Parks and Wildlife and Google Take a Friend Fishing. And then you'll win prizes. And to give you an idea, the ice fishing prize, the mentor for the ice fishing prize is going to get a, an ice fishing shelter. They're going to get an auger and, and ice fishing rods and some tackle. So we're not talking $10 prizes. We're talking hundreds of dollars. Many sponsors have stepped up to donate hundreds and even thousands of dollars to this. So go check out. All I can just tell you, go check out Take a Friend fishing at Colorado Parks and Wildlife and get entered, Take find somebody who hasn't fished, get them out in the outdoors, get them used to knowing what's going on and uh, just the memories you create, the satisfaction you'll get is going to far outweigh any of the prizes you'll get. We are broadcasting lives from, live from Jack's Outdoor Gear in Fort Collins today. Karen, has anybody showed up for a lure yet? We got Karen's got some really nice lures to give away. First come, first serve. You get your choice of one if you show up. Once they're gone, they're gone. Also, we've uh, just find Karen. She's wearing the pink shirt. We've got the T-Mobile guys set up outside with us. They've done some incredible deals on T-Mobile's phones with their new network. And I tell you, Jax is what an incredible place to do your Christmas shopping here. It is so fantastic. I mean, for anybody, not just the outdoor enthusiast, if you've never been in a Jax Outdoor Gear store, stop by today. Stop by to say hi to the T-Mobile guys. Stop by, say hi to me. I'll hang around a few minutes after the show. We have some breaks. So stop by and see us and uh, come in and we'll... We'll talk to you and just have a good time. You'll just be surprised. Locations up and down the front range. I tell you what, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, Brian Bro Brosdahl, um, one of the most famous ice fishermen, famous guides in the world, is going to join us. And he's going to talk ice fishing. And I think he wants to talk a little bit about the revolution in electronics. You know, years back, Dave Gentz and myself... Greg Clajo, Doug Stangy revolutionized ice fishing. We brought portable shelters. We brought the use of electronics. Well, it has taken off from there, and nobody is more on the leading edge of this technology than Brian Bro Brosdahl. He'll join us here in just a few minutes on Terry Wickstrom Outdoors, presented by Jack's Outdoor Gear on 104.3 The Fan. listening to Terry Wickstrom Outdoors broadcasting live from Jack's Outdoor Gear in Fort Collins. If you're out and about, stop by and say hi. We'd love to see you. And by the way, uh, my producer, Karen, who puts this show together, is standing behind me in a pink fleece. And she has some fishing lures to give away. First come, first serve. You get your choice. You walk in the door and say, I heard Terry said Karen has some fishing lures. She'll let you pick one out until they're gone. All right. 
And uh, But come into Jack's anyway. The sales here are fantastic. And my friends from T-Mobile are here, and they have deals on T-Mobile cell phones. We get phones virtually for free, and their packages are just really good. So stop and talk to them also. Speaking of my friends, let's go to the lines. And joining me, uh, he's a guide. He's a legendary angler. I've had the pleasure of both ice fishing and open water fishing with him. He's one of the renowned people in the ice fishing industry, Brian Bro Brosdahl. Good morning, Brian. Hey, thanks for having me, and, and hi, Karen. Now, she's here. Brian says hi. She's hey. waving. So <laughs> You can't hear her waving over the radio, though, but she's here. <laughs> hey, uh, um, well, go ahead. You were going to say something. I was just thanks for having me. Uh, we're thinking ice in my neck of the woods, and I, I'm sure... You'll have ice somewhere up there because you have elevation. Yeah, we're probably got ice up in the mountains already. I'm um, usually around. I usually, I, I actually put, put my. We finished winterizing my boat yesterday, and there's some people hiking up to the high, high country, and we've got ice. But usually around Thanksgiving, I can find some pretty good ice with good trout fishing in it, and that'll just continue as we go on. And yeah, you know, used to be doing pretty much the same thing in Minnesota. We could find some smaller lakes. I'll tell you what, it's. Uh, it's, it's really ice fishing. I was talking earlier before you got on the line how I remember back when Claudio and I and a bunch of other guys and you were part of the whole thing coming along. Uh, we introduced electronics and portable shelters, and we had people you know, running and gunning and hitting the lakes. And all of a sudden, instead of getting in a big permanent shack and where there was no fish, you kind of and hoping they would bite you were out there and making things happen but we might have gone a little overboard on that bro and now you're saying the philosophy because the electronics have gotten so different and so good are actually kind of bringing us back to where we don't have to run and gun so much is that right absolutely uh i think we've turned into a gamer ice fishing society and uh you think a gamer you think of someone on a on the couch that's uh, trying to break a record but when you're gaming on the ice, uh, there's people who drill all day looking for fish, you know, anything off the bottom because we have forward viewing technology and it's existed for a few years as well as site imaging. But like with Humminbird Mega Live, you could just scan around and look. And if you see if some fish, you could almost count how many are there and then go drill a hole over them. But I, what I see a lot of times are when fish are laying on the bottom, people are, are ripping through an area looking for big panfish or like uh, even trout, trout is uh, Minnesota. You don't hear of trout, but the lakes that do have rainbows and stuff are becoming super popular. Anything that's not the norm, like uh, uh, eel pot and all that, so are popular with uh, millennials. Are really, really popular. Some different types of fish and sturgeon through the ice. But uh, it, it's it's people are running and gunning, and the end of drilling is just as many holes even though you could see the fish as if you didn't. And sometimes it's better just to sit and let them come through. You know, I think that's a, that's a great point. I want to get back in a little bit to to the electronics and how they've evolved and with mapping and forward and side view and the new down views and how precise they are and all those type of things. But you made a great point that I think we, especially applies to trout fishing up here in Colorado, because trout tend to roam quite a bit. You know, you find them, they work through. And, you know, it used to be if I drilled a hole, I drilled I'd start out, and you were the same way. We'd go to a, an area that we knew there was a break. We'd drill 10 or 20 holes up and down that break line, checking the depths. And then we'd, we'd fish those holes looking for active fish. 
But if we didn't see active fish or at least rise something, we might not spend more than 10 or 15 minutes a hole. And if we went through that whole area and we weren't getting the fish or seeing the fish, we'd probably pick up and move to another area. But now you're saying people are understanding that sometimes don't be as quick to move as we used to because patience can pay off too. Is that right? Absolutely. I just uh, I did an article uh, for a, a magazine out this way, Midwest Outdoors, and, and I, I I talked about deer hunting for for walleyes. And and it's there's so often we are on spots where walleyes feed, but it might not be where they're resting. And a resting walleye is hard to catch, but when they do move up on the bars, you do got to be on that spot uh, during the the times that they bite. And and when they come through technology can be your, your friend even if you're sitting still setting a 360 in the middle and going through the hole where you see the fish moving through but you, you drill a fill, feel the holes whether you're trout fishing uh, uh, crappie or walleye in an area that they feed and they're, they're going to come through and uh, you know the instant gratification does happen sometimes you could just turn point and drill you know half a dozen holes and, and have a school of fish but if you're targeting a bigger game like walleyes you still have to be in an area where they come through and just like deer you got to naturally let them swim through and try to entice them with the right jigging action well and i want to get back to the electronics but there's a couple other things i think that come into play there um you know and sometimes you move around too much you create some noise and pressure you you put the fish down they don't respond as much and then there's other times when i think even though you don't see fish on the electronics they're close enough where they'll respond to your presentation and you can actually draw those fish in and sometimes it's easier to draw fish in even if you're working two holes and having a couple different presentations than it is to go and find them don't you think oh i I agree and there's so many there's been so many times when uh it's it's like the tortoise and the hare i had one of my buddies would like he liked to linger around holes but he would really he's just sophisticated how he picked it using the mapping and stuff but he would pick a good spot and he would wait him out and i would just drill holes all over the place and be running gun and i'd come back and he'd have just as many or more fish being a sitting bull on a, on a couple of holes and you still got to let them do what they do they swim they they come through they feed they instinctively decide in a split second if they're going to hit or not and uh, so i you know technology is amazing but you know even if you're just looking down the hole, there's a lot of times uh, I use Aquaview, but I there's times I just, I, I'm fishing in shallow water and I can see the bottom in clear water, and and the weather I'm fishing uh, panfish or walleyes or even you know rainbows as they're swimming through. It's just it's fun to see them come through. You know, I want to go back and kind of go where electronics. And when we first flashers were the first thing we brought to the ice fishing industry we all went out and got flashers and and because they were instantaneous and back then graphs you know were slow to respond you'd lift your lure and a little while later you'd see it on the graph where on flasher you'd see your lure move and you'd see the fish move and you could actually see the response well now the graphs because the processing power is so good have gotten just as fast and so you can virtually use a regular graft or a flasher but the other types of technologies you alluded to and the first one i think that was just a game changer both for open water and for uh the ice fishing has been the mapping that which came out a few years ago and how good it's gotten 
You, if you have waypoints, and especially if you find them on your boat and save them, or if you just follow that mapping, it's gotten so complex, you can actually drive your snowmobile or walk to a spot on the ice that's virtually the spot on the spot before you drill a hole, Brian. Oh, it's, it's amazing having an eagle-eye position on a map, a colored map. So in the past, we didn't have a map. You just kind of lined up the red house with the, with the pine tree or whatever, and and, uh, and then you'd hope you'd get back there by finding your holes. Well, fast forward into the future, you can make a map now. If, if it doesn't exist on that smaller lake, pond, whether you're fishing trout, walleyes, whatever you're fishing for, yeah, every time you drill a hole, you put it in map mode, and it'll record that, that reading, and, and a map unfurls out of its technology. And that's the cool thing about Lake Mystery and Humminbird. They have map-making technology for ice fishing. And... Uh, and then the maps themselves, one foot contours. Well, it's 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 the virtual thing. You're you're in a spot. You can see what it looks like on the on the cartoon, basically. And so you know where you're at. You can relate to it. And there's you could be on a lake you've never fished in your life and go out there and fish a saddle or a key feature and catch fish. And uh, those those spots we really had to had to drill holes to find them and. And use uh, depth find or you know lead, drop it down, measure with your with your hands. <laughs> That's going back up. But you know when when so, when sonars first come out, you know they were they were more of a uh, a uh, a uh, a flasher type of technology that really came in. You could see your lure, your fish, and now you can see the shape of the fish. You know so. Things are advancing, and I don't think we're done yet. I think that we're on a conveyor belt of technology coming out, and and now uh, it, in, in tournaments, in open water tournaments, you know, talk about that for a second. Uh, there, there are people fishing professional bass tournaments and walleye tournaments that can watch the fish sweep up and grab their bait. They can see their lure and uh, and watch them take it, and it's not that much different in the winter. Though uh, some of these technologies work better when the fish is off the bottom. So that the actual beam can hit hit the fish and give a signal back. So if they're lay, if they're really tight on the bottom, there's different type of technology that pick that up. And of course, with an Aquaview camera, you can just turn and look and see with your own eyes. But with this the, these new technologies like 360, if you're gonna fish a spot, you're in a small spot. You know the fish are gonna be around. You put it down, and you can see you can see the a little white dash in the shadow will have even the fins and the, the tail, and you can tell what kind of fish just based on their shape, whether it's a crappie and it's round or it's a trout, and it's got a square tail, or if it's a, a walleye and it's got the, the sharp uh, dorsal fin and, and uh, the pointy nose, then you can definitely tell pike because they, 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 they really come to a point. And uh, so the shadows are really key. And then so forward viewing for running gunners, you're gonna if you're gonna sit, and, and get an idea which hole to go to, 360. Um, and then Aquaview, if you want to see the fish take the, the lure in their mouth and wait till the, the barb or the hook goes past their lips and then set the hook. I mean, there was a time when they were thinking about not allowing Aquaview, and now there's so much out there that's even gone past that, you know. So it's, it's all there, and uh, you still got to make them bite. <laughs> All right, Brian, we are out of time, but real quick before I let you go, you also are doing a Tuesday night deal that's kind of people can tune in on the Internet if they want more information. Real quick, tell us about Absolutely. that. 
Well, as part of the Bro Road Show, uh, some of my events got canceled due to you know the the the, the bug that's out there. But we're going to do a virtual show, the Bro Road Show, the Ice Experience. It was Terry, the legendary Wickstrom, uh, and look for that coming up here in a week on Tuesday. It's the Ice Experience, the Bro Road Show, and you can find it on on Brian Brosdahl or Bros Guide Service. You just follow it, and you'll see. We'll we'll definitely advertise it, and uh, we're going to talk about ice fishing again. Yeah, we'll cover a lot of things on that. I'm proud to be on it with you, bro, and I look forward to it. That's Tuesday the 30th. Brian, thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, and we'll see you live. We'll be able to see our faces, our faces for radio that day. Yeah, it might not, might not be a good idea. That might scare them away. Thanks, bro. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> All right. Bro, bro's doll, legendary. I tell you what's happened with electronics. He just touched on is just amazing for ice fishing. We're going to take a time out, and we're waiting for um, the folks from Jack's here to join us, and we're going to talk about the ice fishing gear they have right here in the store on Terry Wickstrom Outdoors, presented by Jack's Outdoor Gear on 104.3 The Fan. Listening to Terry Wickstrom Outdoors and 1043 The Fan. We are broadcasting live from Jack's Outdoor Gear in Fort Collins. If you took College Avenue till the north end of town, you'd you'll see us there. Our friends from T Mobile are here with some awesome gifts and and uh, awesome deals. And Karen's here with a few fishing lures to give away. If you come in and if you just one of the first ones to come in and well she's got three or four left. The first come, first serve, you get to pick one. And uh there's just so much, so many reasons. If you've never been in a Jack's Outdoor store, stop by, say hi. I'll hang around a couple minutes after the show, too. We'll say hi to you. We'd love to meet you. Joining me now from the fishing department at Jack's here is uh, Dave Gross. Good morning, Dave. Hi, Terry. How are you today? I'm doing great. Um, you know, I this time of the year, I get mixed feelings because we get these 65, 70-degree days, and I want to be on my right. patio with a glass of wine grilling. But then we get these 40, 50 with the 20s at night, and I know it's making ice. I winterize my boat. I'm ready to get my ice fishing go, ready to go. Yep, I'm excited, too. I got the batteries charged on all my electronics and put a new line on reels. I, you told me during the break that you heard Red Feathers is building ice, maybe? Yeah. Well, there's uh, the redfeatherlakes.net where you can watch um, Ramona Lake and see the weather, see the ice. See how much wind is blowing, and it's been three days that I've been watching it. The ice has stayed put. Well, that that bodes well. And usually around Thanksgiving, we can head up there. Now, just a reminder to people: if you're heading up there, um, Westlake had a parasite problem. They didn't stock it very much this year. Right. I'm sure there's some holdover fish, but it's probably not going to be the best. But Dowdy was well stocked, and that would give people a great opportunity to go up and catch some trout. Yes, Dowdy's a great place to go. Plenty of fish, and they'll still be fishing Westlake because early in the year they stocked a lot. And then you also have Bel Air that you got to hike into, not too far up a little hill, and that can be a lot of fun with less people than Dowdy. Yeah, well, let's talk about the, the fishing department here. Last year, well, first of all, electronics. We heard we heard um, Brian Brosdahl talking about what's happened with the electronics. Do you sell those types of electronics here? We do. Uh, as far as side imaging, forward imaging, uh, we've got the panoptics from Garmin. Um, but then we also have the hummingbirds. Uh, we don't have any of their newest with all the down imaging, side imaging, forward imaging. Forward imaging other than the helix 5 right now we're waiting on some other stuff to 
come in because things are still running slow. Yeah, let's talk about that. I'm talking around the country, the ice fishing gear. I'm talking to people saying they're getting 40, 50 percent of what they might have got in a regular year. They're going to get more. It's coming in, but it might be later in the year. If you're going to get out ice fishing, you probably should be in picking out your gear right now, right? You should. Don't put it off. Don't wait for the sales because everything's going to be gone. There's not going to be a whole lot of end of the year sales probably. What kind of ice fishing gear do you guys carry at Jack's? We carry, as far as brands go, uh, Berkeley. Pure Fish, Ugly Stick, um, then we have the 13 Fishing, so the Free Fall Reels, the Tickle Sticks, the Demons, the Omens, uh, so a lot of 13 Fishing. I really like the uh, Free Falls. I've started using those. They're fun to use, especially when you're watching your electronics with the trigger on there where you can just stop it on a dime. Now, for people that don't know, that's an inline reel. It, Correct. It looks almost like a fly reel, but it's got a little a few, a little more mechanics on it. Right, yeah. They've taken, put a baitcaster with a fly reel. Yeah, it's kind of what it is. And the original technology was the fact that spinning rods, no matter how careful you are, put some twist in your line. And we find out that the twist can affect the ice fishing. It can. And so now with these free-falling reels, you have quite a selection. What's the price range on those? They start at $40, and for the free-fall XL, go up to $110. And then you pair those, how much would a typical... You've got some pretty good ice fishing rods. What what kind of price range on those? If you are using the free-fall and you're crappie fishing, I really like the um, tickle sticks. It's got the flat tip. So you don't need to put a spring bobber on there. You can just watch that tip, and it's super sensitive, and you can see it tapping when the fish is just just starting to play with it. Just it. When they breathe on it, it yes. moves, right? You can, you can see it move. Yeah. So now, what about the beginner that maybe doesn't want to create, isn't ready to get into that advanced? They, they may have a spinning reel they can use, or they may want to buy a spinning, less expensive spinning reel combo, although those can get very high-end and precise, too. What kind of price ranges are you talking about? If I want to come in, I want some ice fishing rods. What am I going to have to spend, and what, you know, what can I spend? We have Eagle Claws starting at, with the rod and the reel, starting at $12.99. Wow. So you don't have to spend a whole lot of money. You can get a hand auger for $50. You can get a combo for $13. Spend about 15 bucks on jigs and a couple dollars on some bait. And Take a bucket you're and you're ready out to there. Go. Yeah. You're ready to go for... I want, to talk, I want to talk about the hand auger because I sold my gas auger. If I get another power auger, and I probably will, it's going to be electric. I just love those. Um, I got tired of the gas spilling and no matter what you did and all that. But they work. They're great. I fished with one for a million years. And if I'm going up to Granby for big lake trout, if I'm going out to 11 mile for big pike, I probably want to, uh, there's going to be deeper ice and I want a bigger hole. But if you take a six-inch hand auger, and I think you have those here in the store. We do. A six-inch hand auger cuts half the surface area of an eight-inch. And it, there's, I can catch any trout virtually on the front range or even a walleye and get it through a six-inch hole. Now, there's times an eight-inch might be better, but you take, it's light, it's easy to carry. You, you're not afraid to move around on the ice and drill a few more holes. It's in a sharp six-inch auger will cut almost as fast as a power auger. There's not a lot of effort. And what a great way to get started. And then you can decide as you go and get more advanced whether you want to get into a gas or a propane or an electric auger. Right. 
Yeah, doggers are easy. You just need to, uh, like you said, keep the blades sharp, take care of them. Don't bang them around. Don't throw them around. Do you sell extra blades? We do. Because the one thing I'll tell you, if you're heading up like the Georgetown where the dust blows on there, you're going to wear out a pair of blades in one day. It can it can happen quickly. Yeah. Now, now, do you guys have any service that can sharpen them, or do they have to take care of that on their own? They need to take care of it on their own. Um, there's some different guys around town up here. Every town's got some sharpening guys, but you just need to make sure they know how I'll to do it right. One of the worst things is somebody sharpens their own hand auger instead of buying new blades, and then they go out to drill, and you end up with one of two things, Dave. You end up with a blade that won't grab, and you have three guys pushing down while one guy turns the handle, or you get one that grabs so much you can't turn it, and you got one guy pushing down and three guys turning the handle. <laughs> right. So sharp blades, buy two sets of blades. Yes. Real quick, well, we got a couple minutes left. Tell me some of the other stuff you have in the department that people looking for ice fishing gear. You got a lot of jigs and lures. We have Northland lures, Rapala, Normark, uh, Iowa custom jig and spin. A variety of other stuff. We carry Eskimo, so Eskimo ice huts, uh, sled type, pulled over, uh, pop ups, and as far as augers go, Strike Master, which we're waiting on, and then Eskimo augers. The pistol bit is very popular. Um, you can put that on your high powered drill, and those are super light, easy to use. So if you just already have a really good Milwaukee or DeWalt, drill you can get that pistol bit and put that on your drill and you're ready to go a lot of ice fishermen just are adamant that they have to have live bait and i'm going to talk about that in just a second but you have a lot of live bait for ice fishermen yes yeah we carry minnows we carry regular night crawlers mealworms wax worms later on in the season we'll have spikes people love those for their panfish and trout too they're really good for trout too in the right applications yes i am I personally don't use a lot of live bait, although there's times when you need it, and then I just borrow it from the guy I'm fishing with so I don't have to take care of it. But I use a lot of the gulp and little jars. I just find it so effective. You guys have a lot of that. We do. We've got all the little jars of gulp and power bait from from Pure Fish, Berkeley. And it's nice and easy. Don't have to worry about it freezing. Don't have to worry about it getting too hot. And it's ready to go. We're out of time, but I think the message is you're pretty well stocked right now. We're doing good. And good. But I wouldn't wait because things aren't just pouring in. Right. All right, Dave, thank you so much. When can people come and talk to you? I know you came in just to do the show today. I will be here tomorrow. No, I will not be here tomorrow. <laughs> Taking another day off. <laughs> I'm working uh, Tuesday through Saturday, but everybody in our department fishes they all ice fish i know i talked to them yesterday they all loved it yep they all know what they're doing um so you can talk to anybody thanks for joining us today Dave. thank you all right we're going to take a quick time out broadcasting live from jack's outdoor gear and nate zelinski will join us on 104.3 the fan